You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. Chris, did I tell you about the argument that my wife and I got into about Adele? No. So we're listening to the radio. My wife, God bless her. She listens to a lot of, uh, let me try that one more time. My wife listens to a lot of morning, you know, local morning radio on a pop station. Sure. And they were talking about how Adele had done this wonderful feat of losing like 150 pounds and how this is a great thing. Good for Adele losing all of that weight. And I was like, what a selfish fucking cunt. She gets a divorce and then she loses weight, right? So her being fit trim, attractive, to lure a mate for breeding, that was not good enough for the person that she stood before man and God, excuse me, in front of person and deity. Because I don't want to, I don't want to isolate anybody. anybody. Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody. But she stood before creator and creations and said, I pledge to be with you and only you for the rest of my life. Yep. Uh, And then she became an enormous porker. Uh, then she got divorced, then she lost a bunch of weight. And I thought, that's very, very shitty. So I decided that I'm going to get fit while I'm still married so my wife can actually experience and enjoy the, the awesomeness of your attraction of me Are going you? from being a disgusting piece of garbage to just being a thinner disgusting piece of garbage. That's really the direction that I want to go. And my wife thought that I was being unfair. I do not think that I'm being unfair. I think that it is selfish to decide, well, my relationship is dissolving. At this point, I will better myself, not because I want to be better myself, but because I want to attract an upgrade and rub this upgrade in the face of my future ex. Shitty, shitty thing to do. That is super common, though. Everybody does that. No, no, not everybody does it. I'm not doing it. You're not doing it. You have always been fit and attractive. You have always found it important for you to look good for your partner. And Chris, damn, you look good. I mean, we had a whole thing before the recording of this episode where I needed to move my microphone so that I could, well, your son's here, so I won't say so I could lust after you. But what I will say (laughs) is so that I could appreciate your attractiveness. Aw, thank you. Um, Yeah, when... uh... When Tara and I broke up, she she started getting Tara, fit. you're always hot. I don't care that Chris is my friend. I'm saying it. Yeah. No, she was evil. What's up? Okay. Um, give me 10 minutes and I'll make you something. Or 25 minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, wait. Hold on. Christopher, before you go, buddy, I need a high five. So. Now, I don't have COVID. I. You have COVID? All right, cool. I did not get more attractive. I lost a bunch of weight. To like the point where it was unhealthy because I just wasn't eating. You look like Christian Bale from The Machine. It, you was, were doing, it was like that. You were doing six so ounces of water I and had, half an apple a day. We had, a, we had a girl that used to work with me. She came into work and was like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I was like, oh, this is going on. She's like, dude, she's like, you never had a butt. She's like, your pants are falling off. She's like, you have less of a butt. She's like, you look emaciated. She's like, you need to fucking eat. 
And I was like, I'm trying. I was bummed. But you were depressed, right? Yeah, yeah, and, super. And you're you're uh, you're a fit. You're a fit, thin person in general. So I, I assume then that you are a. I am not a stress eater. I'm a stress starver. Yeah, you know? yeah. For yeah, sure. I am, I am certainly a stress eater for sure and definitely was a stress drinker. But uh, but now I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying not to be so gross. Not that I'm going to get fit. Not that I'm ever going to have a six pack. But like my psychiatrist said, he said, Mike, you're middle-aged brother. At this point, you just need to work out to maintain. Yeah. It's not about looking good. It's about not getting worse. Well, and one of the things is your testosterone levels are maintained easier if you're working out your brain functions better there's like a bunch of stuff that happens to your body because you're exercising regularly and it's because we weren't meant to sit on our ass my energy level and and i know it's it's such a fucking obnoxious cliche but my energy level has improved and i've only been doing yoga consistently for a couple months um i've only been doing gym workouts consistently for a few weeks but i can frankly tell a difference there was a rapping at the door. Mike's getting it. Don't worry, everybody. What's up, buddy? Well, yeah, curse for a tear. Why don't you guys go out and play? Worst recorders ever. Hey, Christopher, it's here. Your buddy's here. What's your name, bud? Simon. Simon? Hey, guys, Simon wants to play. I'm going to go get him, Simon. I'll send him. <laughs> Simon was like, what the fuck? Gentlemen, Simon's outside. He wants to play with you guys. Yeah, you guys need to get out for a little bit. <laughs> Tears on the bed. He's got his big headphones Head, Yeah, those blue ones. And he's just kicking it. He's like, huh? Yeah. Uh, he's on the bunk bed. Top one. Oh, he goes yeah. He goes in our bed a lot. Oh, to, sure. To just veg out. Yeah, to snack. We'll get in our bed. Fucking crumbs everywhere. So you'll get in the bed and you're like, oh, this is going to be so nice. I'm going to get in my nice, comfy, soft bed. And you're like, what are these pricklies all over me? Oh, it's goldfish. Dead goldfish all over the bed. Kick ass. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, see, for, for me, it's not the bed or my child. It's my dog and it's the couch. And the way where my wife and I, how we have divided the couch, the dog is literally driven a wedge between the two of us. Mm. So she sits on one extreme. I sit on the other extreme. And our 15 pound dog has the enormity of the center for himself and decides that he's going to clean his tongue, I presume, by just licking and licking and licking and licking the couch. And so our couch, if you look at it, there are these just it's it's disfigured it's abs i mean it's like the elephant person of couches it's just ruined he's he's licking the ass juice from your couch disgusting and there's just stain everywhere i mean like jesus christ what is this this couch is from a fucking leper colony it's an it's irritating that's amazing we uh yeah we can't have nice things i i gave up on that so we my kids went to my dad's one day he had just bought a new couch and love seat and the f- he he gives them lunchables and they eat it on the couch and they get fucking cheese all over it immediately, and it was uh hey buddy they're kids it, I mean, what do you, what do you here, here's the thing what, it's gonna happen what did you expect no for sure so he's like well he's like they ruined the couch so just come get this couch huh 
yeah, so we had a brand new couch out of it. This wow. was, yeah, this was a couple of years ago. Um, we get a brand new couch out of it. When we moved, we ended up giving the couch to my uncle up the street and his dogs did a number on it. And I'm just like that poor couch. Oh, like, he did a number on it too. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, many, many dumpers were explored on that couch <laughs> by your uncle. Yeah. I mean, there was much, Hey, we just met at the bar. Can I explore your dumper? Oh my God. So, um, a friend of mine, he, uh, he was telling me about, his work ex- escapades. And um, yes, yes, yes. Many of them. Many of them. Uh, so have you ever had sex at work? No. I have. Oh, good. Anyway, you so ex- so escapades. He, yeah. His, his, he would meet girls at work and they would go out and he's like, you know, it just happened. It just happened. I'm like, you mean, okay. You mean, you mean they would dump, up, dumper penetration or intercourse? They would just do it. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, it doesn't just happen. It doesn't. Not possible. He's like, well, you know, we're at the bar laughing, joking around with a group of friends. She's like, he's like, and then all of a sudden we're, we're making out. And she's like, hey, you want to come back to my place? And I'm like, yeah, I do. No, no, no. So it's even funnier because he's like, I'm getting an Uber home because I drank too much. And uh, she's ordering an Uber. And then she's like, I'm just going to come with you. And he's like, okay. Oh, oh, she's going to come with you. All right. Right. Yeah, so. I mean, I hope, I hope she came. I mean, for her sake, I, I mean, know I that don't it's care. much more. I do care. It's much more difficult and uncommon, less, less common for women to climax, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I wasn't sleeping with her. I don't give a shit. Nice. Cause they're uptight cunts. Tara says. Yeah. That's um, actually a bumper sticker right there. It's just cause it's just an ellipse. Cause they're uptight cunts. Tara Berry. Tara Parsons. Ooh, Tara Parsons. Ooh. Well, now, I mean, do we want to call her Parsons? I mean, let's be honest with you, Chris. I mean, you guys are both still young. In a few years, it's going to be Barry. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. She's mad at me every other day. She's like, well, uh, we're going to go ahead and do this divorce thing now. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So we were talking about getting in shape. Yeah, we were uh, talking about yeah, just getting fit. Yeah. And uh, so, what you're doing yoga? Yeah, I and... do. I do about a forty minute yoga routine each day, and okay. then I generally do twenty to thirty minutes on, of weights each day. And, I don't. And then do you cardio. walk your dog a bunch? Yeah. I do walk the dog a lot. That's but walking is really the only cardio I get. I mean, cardio is such a funky thing. So, uh, weightlifting is actually like if you lift weights in in an intense enough fashion, you're supposed to get some semblance of cardio oh, sure. out of it. Not a lot. Yeah. Obviously, it's not like you're running. So your heart's pumping. You're yeah, sweating. Yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, when I do workouts, I do circuit workouts. I don't know what that means. So circuit workouts are you do an exercise straight into another exercise, straight into another exercise with minimal rest, and it's actually it you get cardio with it because of how uh, you're linking these workouts together. Hmm. So you'll do you'll do one where you're doing a push up or right, a so burpee and then you'll go to squats and so then you'll do I'm going to do upper body muscle group lower body muscle group but then you don't take breaks in between yeah huh yeah you do the yeah. you do the whole thing well, and you go through the cycle once and then you repeat it 3 to 5 times so you do the whole thing 3 to 5 times it takes you know 40 minutes and you're fucking toast by the end of it but you got a full body workout in and you got cardio in Interesting. Super rad. Oh, okay. So I've got a friend um, who is, uh, he was at one point in his life very fat. Mm-hmm. Then he was very, very fit. And now he's very fat again. Uh, he, you know, met a girl, got married. She's a spectacular woman. I love her. But he put on a bunch of weight because he got, he got comfortable. He got lazy and happy, right? He got comfortable. So, but 
before that, when he was super fit, he was studying to become a personal trainer. So my goal is to get him to come to my house and go with you. Well, to go over some workouts with me, right. To basically get me squared away because he is going to have results in a much shorter period of time and better results because he has the education and the experience. And, and he's so already I, done it yeah, once. And I want to co-opt that, right? For sure. I want to I take that and make it mine. Look at you and your cute hair oh. and your cute glasses just hanging out. Yeah, she got a new Nintendo shirt today. Yeah. She gets to be adorable. Chris, I feel like I compliment your wife more than you do. What's going on here? I, I compliment her quite a bit. Mm, now she you doesn't see, always like here's, it. Here's something that I, I'm not good at most things in this world, but... I can look at a person's face and I can almost feel what they're thinking, Chris. And I feel like that maybe with the argument that you were guys having earlier, you should have said, you know what, baby, let me separate the laundry. I'm going to set that stuff aside. I'll come over there. I'll help you out with the computer stuff. And then you know what? I'm going to leave you to it. And then I'm going to go finish the laundry, well, I, baby, because I, was, I love you. And I was I don't supposed fight. to come, I was I supposed supposed to come record with you. I just want to see you get happy. I was supposed to come record with you that day. I understand. And we... We got into giant blowout, and I'm like, I can't even do this. But your wife show. is more important than I. She is, and I, I, I prioritize that in such. I'm going to teach your husband how to be how to husband a supplicant, how to be a submissive and obedient yeah. husband, so, and then you're really going to divorce him because you hate that because you want the same thing that every woman wants. You want a man that you can break down and make better, but sure as shit, he better be strong enough to resist all this bullshit <laughs> and I better not fix him because if I do fix him, he's, he's weak. a weak piece of garbage yep. and I'm dumping him for the next fucking guy. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Because that's how they work, right? No, it is. She, she does not. She'll, she'll never admit this. She will never admit this, but she needs fucking a current to swim up. She needs resistance all the time. And I am the king of resistance. Oh, you're, you're insufferable. I am. Insufferable. And that's, there is no way. Yeah, that's please. Wh- that's why we're there, 10 years into this. There is no way that you and I could be in a relationship together. Cause one of us would fucking kill the other. Yeah. You're so easy though. All right, well, it depends. Like, you're always like, Chris, I just want to have sex with you. And I'm like, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I do want to have sex with you. The thing I like about you is that because you're so svelte, because you have such a tiny frame, that there's not a lot of cushion in that, you know, preventing me from getting deep inside that mm. b- butthole, right? I and see. And I... I can spread that turd cutter like nobody's business because there's no glute pushing back against me. There's no resistance. Sure. It's, it's not like somebody with a, a bootay. Oh, yeah. No, I have that frail looking frame. It's uh, it's weird. Sometimes you got to be frail. Yeah, I, it drives. She gets, she gets crazy about it because she's like, she's like, your hip bones are hurting me. And I'm like, I have hip bones. Sorry. It's just, it's part of being thin. Excuse me. So, yeah. Coughing all of a sudden. Hurdy hip bones. (laughs) Hurdy hip bones. But, uh, but yeah, it's funny too, because I I started doing these exercises um, and I started doing yoga because my back fucking kills me, right? I mean, middle age, I'm overweight. I threw up my back years ago. And once you do it once, it's, it's fucked forever, right? It's just an easier thing to do. It's like getting knocked out. Right. You, you get one, you lose your chin is yeah. what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've lost my back. Right. So I started doing yoga <clears throat> to make my back feel better. Sure. My wife's doing it with me, but now she's lost a bunch of weight. Right. She's starting to thin down. I can tell she's like, I can't tell a difference. I'm like, baby, just fucking stand sideways. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I know that you're, you're getting better. So it's something <clears throat> that we're doing 
together. That's right? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started playing disc golf as a family. Oh, so jelly. I, I've never played disc I golf before. It. And she's like, do you want to go out and play disc golf? And I was like, sure. Uh, she's like, you're going to have to go pick up some discs. I'm like, okay. So I go to the sporting goods store. I buy, you know, some drivers, some mid-range and a putter. And uh, we went and played disc golf. And I was like, this is actually enjoyable. I thought it was just a stoner sport. So I was like, uh, I don't want to do it. It is a stoner sport. Well, there's a there's a bunch of like people that I look up to that do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not big stoners. Yeah. They're just bros. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, if the bro can do it, I can do it. I'm a little bit of a bro. So... I go out there and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then fucking Christopher, that kid's a freak. So Gracias. he'll randomly have shit that he's just phenomenal at. And he's trying to throw it like a regular Frisbee. It's not really going his way. So then he's like, uh, I'm going to do the sidearm throw. And we're like, well, you should do the other one first. And he's like, fuck that. Boom. And he's driving it almost as far as I am yep. with the sidearm throw. And I'm like, what the fuck, kid? You're a beast. And he's a lefty. On top of it, so it's just cool to watch. He's yeah, kid's a monster. Yeah, it's it's amazing that that young man, whether whatever he's into, boys, girls, whatever, he's gonna fucking slay, right? I mean, when he is at the age of attraction for people who are that he is attracted to, he's gonna fucking kill. He will. He's yeah, a crazy. He's gonna person. kill. I hope he likes girls only because of the pregnancy scares. <laughs> I just want, yeah, Terrace Chris. Don't you put that evil on me. I just want, I want fucking Christopher to come home at 15 and he's got a 20 year old girlfriend who's totally fucked. 21 year old girlfriend who's buying him booze. Totally fucking knocked up. And the really worst part is, is she's fine as hell. Like she's fire fucking hot. Like spank bank <laughs> in the shower, jacking off to my son's girlfriend hot. That's oh what's going to happen. Oh my God. So there was, there was, there was, there was one time. You want an abortion? I don't care if you say no. You're kidding. She's like, I've got wire coat hangers and an ass whooping. No, it's true. Tara has, like most Hoosiers will have a gun rack right in the back of their truck. Tara has a gun rack. It looks like you'd put, like a Hoosier would put katanas on it. Just covered with hangers of varying degrees of detritus <laughs> and, uh... This one's got a nice know. rust to it, so what nothing will placenta. survive that. That's the word I'm looking for. Sweet, sweet placenta stains. Oh, God. No, uh, I had... I was dating a girl. Cover your ears, babe. When I was a teenager, and she came over, and we were, like, making out, and things started getting hot and heavy, my dad had left and he all of a sudden the fucking front door flies open. She doesn't have a shirt on and she runs to the bathroom and he's like, fuck, I should have waited a little longer. You'd have had more clothes off her. And I was like, you're fucking creepy. Have I, did I tell you the story about my dad walking in on me in memory? Yeah, I think I have. Okay, good. I don't want to bore the audience. Fuck, I've already heard it. But it was funny. Yeah. No, it, it is. Yeah, funny. but it doesn't need to be repeated. Okay, fair enough. What needs to be repeated is how sexy your triceps <sighs> are. Is that from is that from climbing? Is that from is that how you get rock like that? You just go out there and you climb walls? Honestly, it's mostly genetics. Um I've got good genetics. Yeah, you do. They keep me thin. Mm-hmm. Keep me thin. How uh, many Mountain Dews did you have the other day? Four. Four Mountain Dews. Jesus. I was like, I can't do that. Four right? Mountain Dews and two energy drinks. <laughs> I had so much caffeine in my system though I and couldn't sleep even for drink, shit. Like, the sugar-free mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do drink the sugar-free energy. He's drinks, got a rock and metal. We don't have that, right? I forget what they call your body type, but Tara and I are what is it? Endomorphic. I'm, I'm right. A... We're shorter, broader, thick. Thick. Yeah, we're thick. It's called an right? ectomorph. E- ect- no, it's not an ectomorph. There's ectomorph, endomorph, and mesomorph. Oh, all right. I'm sorry, Cap- Captain Physicality. <laughs> Let me forget. Just me. so you know. <laughs> 
So I have an exomorphic frame. So uh, apparently, is that can, why I have that big you can, dick energy? You can, <laughs> <laughs> you can fluctuate between them too. Is is one of the things that I uh, I heard. Yeah, a I've already saying. lost interest. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Talking about fitness, and he's like, "Fuck your body types. <laughs> fuck your body types. You got a body. Fuck it. I'm gonna fuck your body." So what kind of body type do you have? Chris? I think it's called an ectomorph. An ectomorph. Yeah, it's where you're thin. Mm. Yeah. Why don't they just say thin? I they do, or they'll say you're skinny, you're frail looking. I had some another girl that I dated in high school, and her mom fucking hated me, just the idea of me because I had the girl jeans and the fucking swoopy hair. You are exactly the kind of girl you're the. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Mike wanted Mike still wanted to fuck unbelievably Freudian. Uh, you're because you are exactly the kind of boy who is going to impregnate their daughter. You're the kind of guy who comes over who's all sleek and badass and just masculine enough to be interesting, but just feminine enough to be mysterious. And he's not gay, but maybe he'll let me put a finger in his butt. We're going to do some <laughs> weird experimental stuff. But this is the guy that I'm going to. He's so powerful and he's so brooding and bold and he's in a band. And oh my God, my pussy is wet just <laughs> talking about how you were as a kid. And now. Your pussy, your man pussy. My pussy. Just. <laughs> It's like I it's like I sat in a pool of aloe vera. Anyway, <laughs> you would be dangerous. Right? Um, you would be dangerous to your daughters. No, her her mom fucking hated me. Funny you, funny way. story about yeah, this girl. It's yours. It's yours. Oh, I gotta go. She uh oh shit. There was one time where we were making out and she's like, make love to me. And I was like, no. Ew. 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 <laughs> I was like, no. Um, just <laughs> make love to that. <laughs> Is there sex on you? <laughs> there sex on you. Yeah, he's been he's been trying to go hot and heavy with her recently. And Getting she, humperdink. Oh God, bad. Yeah, that's um, what we call it. In my house. My dog doesn't. Uh, you my hump dog is not not humperdink. He tried to hump her. You hump her dick back. You pick him up and you dry hump his ass. He will not do it again. He'd be like, this is outrageous. He's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. I thought we were friends. Yeah, I, I, I hump her dick to my dog once and he's like, this, uh, I'm calling PETA. <laughs> no, so she was like, make love to me. And I was like, ooh, no. <clears throat> You're a girl. No. <laughs> I was like, that. I was like, that's fucking stupid. I'm not doing that at all. So uh, we broke up right after that. I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. Because you would not make love to her? Yeah, it was, you're, you're 17, 18 years old and somebody says some stupid shit like that to you. Oh, she was just trying to be mature No, and she cool was. She, she and was. She was just trying it out to see what the word tasted like, to see if maybe you were the one, she Chris, tried, to see if maybe she could share a venture into maturity yeah, with sure. you. If you one could have me. true intimacy, she was so far ahead of you, maturity-wise, that she just she wanted to share into, intimacy with you, Chris, and you weren't ready. She was a crazy person. No. She was. No, she and, sounds like a lovely woman. No, and she, she would tell what, where she is she would, incarcerated yeah right she would tell my family she's like yeah when we get married and i'm like what the fuck oh you're out never chris you dodged a bullet i'm wrong i know i'm wrong chris. i was i think i'm I glad saw you did her. not make love to this woman i know i think i saw her at target a while back and i was like oh you're fucking still creepy um she just she was just creepy you don't say that shit to me 
I love how my, one of my absolute favorite things about you is it's never an assessment or judgment about you don't say that to people. This behavior is wrong in general. You just, it's so specific to you. You don't say that to me. Yeah, well, okay, I so. Care. I don't care to whom else you say it. I don't. Not to me. I don't. So, okay, you have to draw lines. I don't oh, know. Oh, I don't, drew a line, Chris. I don't know where your lines are with other people, but with me, that doesn't fucking happen. You don't say that creepy, scary shit to me. You can say it to your dad, to your mom, to some other guy. <laughs> You're like, dad, make love to me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but you will never fucking say that to me again. And guess what? She didn't say it again. Man, maybe it worked my... out great. <laughs> it, so, all right. I got what I wanted. So, well, she not only did you get what she wanted, but then she broke up with you. I broke up with her. You broke up with her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. You go home, she's like, Dad, I got a love maker. And he's like, you know what you got to do, son? You're like, yes, sir. Next day, bitch, hit the bricks. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> Again, you're a teenager, so I'm like, oh, I'm not really fucking feeling this. And she's like, she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, but we're so good. And I'm like, no, we're so not. You're so fucking crazy. And you creep me out a little. Wait, wait. Did you still have sex with her? No, never. 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 So the only time was the invitation to make love. Yes. Mm. And you were already doing that? Yeah, yeah. I had already had sex at that point, but I was not going to have sex with her because of the phrasing and how much she creeped me out man, with it. Man, that good on you, man, for being cognizant enough to to recognize that this was a bad situation. I would have not made the same judgment. Well, okay. I've been I would have been like, "Oh, oh my god, I so I love you too. Let's make love." No. I would have been such a romantic bitch about it. No. No. Here's the thing. I am if if I'm completely sober, I'm good, man. I'm good. I've got more than enough control there to be like, yeah, you should go fuck yourself. I'm not interested. And I didn't drink, didn't do drugs, so I was totally just sober as a judge and it wasn't fucking happening. Get your creepy shit out of here. And I don't care how much she worked out. So she was fit? She was. She played tennis and stuff. She kind of kind of abs so tight that your, your seed would just bounce off of it like a quarter on a taut bed? Probably. I don't know. I just, like I said, she creeped me out with that one. So I was like, mm, I'm out. I'm out. We're good. We are not going to do a love make. Okay. You fucking bitch. Now see, in retrospect, if you could build a, a time machine, if yeah. there were a, a time cave, like mm-hmm. that shitty movie I just watched recently, or the shitty TV show I'm watching on Netflix called The Dark that also has time travel caves. Yeah. If you had a time travel cave and go back is there anything you would have done differently? Because if I were you, I know what I would have done in that situation. If she said, make love to me. And I would have said, how about if you roll over and I drill you in the shitter? Yeah. Could I have said something funnier? Sure. Yeah, could you have, but could you have turned it into a love making conquest where your phrasing took it from making love to just raw dog, bareback ass. No, fucking... there, I just wasn't interested at that I point. I'm like, at that point, you just totally rubbed me the wrong way and we're not doing it. We're wow. not doing Is it. She still fit. Uh, she looked like she was in good shape, but I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care how great a shape you're in or whatever. I Tara and I had an interesting conversation a while back. And uh, she's like, she's like, would you, she's like, if we weren't together, she's like, would you ever go back to one of your exes? And I was like, no. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm not. I mean, I've only got the one. I'm not fucking interested. Um, they're exes. 
I don't care. Yeah, they're exes for a reason. Yeah, fuck them. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I've never been, because I, I mean, I'm very worldly and I've been many relationships, the whole two. And I just, I've never considered, you know, we I left for a reason. I wouldn't go back and, you know, but that was so long ago. Maybe I would go back. Maybe it'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, so in, your, most, in my 40s, dating a girl that I dated when I was a teenager. Most of the girls that I. She's all weird and experienced. Most of the girls that I dated, I was. Way, way, way. I mean, Tara and I have been together for fucking nine years. So most of the girls that I dated, I was fucking late teens, early 20s. So it's, no, man, I don't really give a shit about you. I'm yeah. not interested. Yep. Um, yeah. I'd bang them though, right? Just your ex came over and she's like, hey, just want to fuck? Nope. Wow. Nope. Okay. I'm, I would I'm out. Uh, yeah. It, for sure. I'm, I'm cool not. I'm totally happy not. So, I mean, my ex is married and has children and I'm sure is actually happy and having quality sex with her husband. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, she's probably not. She's probably miserable. They're probably fighting right now yeah. just because you said, I'm well, sure they marriage have a is miserable. That's the nature of being a marriage. That's, that's, the, that's the thing, right? Is that every marriage is unhappy. It's just the degree of unhappy. And if you're super duper unhappy, if you're a fucking puss and you can't take it, that's when you punch out and you get divorced. It's all about being a pussy. Yeah, you be a, you be a you, you, well, you know, and that's not fair of me either. And I think that we've covered this in one of the episodes before too, but I shouldn't call people pussies. Vaginas are delightful and resilient and wonderful and far more powerful than penises. So my point is this, don't be a fucking coward, right? You just, you don't, you sit there and you suck it up. You do what your grandparents you did up for this pussy and pants. my grandparents did and their grandparents did. You stay together until you fucking die. Woo! Intense. And do you know why men generally die before women? Because they want to. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Get me out of here. So my uh, my grandma, when she had cancer, that lady was going to live for forever with fucking cancer. They're like, you've got mm -hmm. three months. And she's like, six years, bitch. Yeah. What's up? Um, Her brother that got cancer made it like six months. Dude was a great fucking man, but it's, I think, yeah, I think there's a different tenacity Did there. Not between. Have, yeah. Women are far, far tougher than we They're are. crazy people. We couldn't handle it. We're so, okay. We just, well, well, you that, push, you push a couple of fucking baby, you, yeah. you push a couple of babies out. Like that's fucking hard. Right. That's gonna, really hard. I'm going to, I'm going to carry your child, not on my back. Like you would carry it. Like a normal person would carry a burden. That was a heavy burden for an extended period of time on their back. No, I am going to shelter it under my, under my rib cage and have it press onto my guts and exposed and in front of me and to be an impediment, a burden, if you will, to everything that I do. And then I'm going to shove it out of the holiest of holies. And then it will suckle at my teat for time, for, for much time to grow and <laughs> for become much strong. Time. For much of time. To grow and become strong. Men can't do that. No. We're we too, couldn't survive a race. We're too stupid. We can't, we can't do it. We can't. We're so we, We're so weak. We are. Yeah. We are. It's a good thing we have all this muscle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the whole point. It's like, what are you good at? I can bang a hammer. I'm strong, Mike. <laughs> I mow lawn. Lawn <laughs> get mow. You want me to hang the shelf? <laughs> I'll hang the shelf. 
two holes in wall. Oh, dude, but I I sound like the perfect husband though, because not only do I do the yard work and all that stuff, but I can do laundry. I clean the kitchen. I, I I'm a I'm a great sous chef. I vacuum. I clean the bathrooms. Frankly, and my wife will admit this. I just I'm better at cleaning than she is. I'm fucking horrible at it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the worst cleaner. I can do laundry, but <laughs> yeah. it's probably gonna but, be wrinkly. All right, but do you just okay? Do you make the effort? Here's one of the things, and God bless her. My wife and I have never had this fight, and I will never say this to her, but it's so irritating. You, I had a glass. I finished what was in the glass. I walked all the way into the kitchen to put the glass in the kitchen to make sure that it wasn't left on the table in the other room. Walk the extra five fucking feet, rinse it in the sink, and put it in the goddamn dishwasher with the rest of the dirty dishes. Just... Or leave it downstairs. I don't care. Just don't do it halfway. Just don't do it halfway. I feel like my wife is talking to me right now. Because that's some shit Tara would say. Rage. I mean, I just, like, blood's going to shoot out of my fucking eyes. I thought it was going to shoot out of your penis. Oh, my God. Just stop. That's amazing. (laughs) It's so mad. You want me to take that? Yeah. Yeah, please. Thank you. Do you want a sparkling water? I do. Yes, please. I do want a sparkling water. I was about to say no, and that would have been an absolute lie. Ooh, polar. 100% natural seltzer, calorie-free lime. Not a sponsor. You're welcome for the free advertising, you fucks. (laughs) This episode brought to you by Polar Seltzer Water. And Stanley Airplane Keys. 100% natural and caffeine calorie free. When you absolutely need the taste of lime cock, it's Polar. There you go. And we just made zero dollars for that. (laughs) Polar cold. (laughs) We should. We need to send one to Stanley, too, because I really want the airplane key, people. When you you absolutely, positively have to commandeer the 747, (laughs) except no substitute, Stanley. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Remember the time you went to hell? Uh, you mean, you mean my childhood? Yeah, yeah, I remember it vividly, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, look at you being all down. Yeah, Um, suck it. So... Yeah, I, I I think I think we should reach out to Stanley about yeah. the sponsorship. They're yeah, I don't like, think they'll think that's funny. I will. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. My sense of humor is just getting worse and I'm getting older and I understand that I'm an old man and that the world is 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 changing, but I uh, I don't know. I was about to go on a rant, but I didn't interrupt you like a prick. No, no, no. So you're talking about that. The guys at work, um, they didn't get me at first and they're starting to. They think I'm funny now. At first, they were very uncomfortable because uh, you're, you're, apparently you're not supposed to try to hold hands with somebody you met seven minutes ago. I'm like, dude, you're my boss. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you don't fucking hold my hand. And I'm like, you don't say that to me. <laughs> Here's your call back. <laughs> so, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd reach across his keyboard and try to like hold his hand. I'm like, what are you doing? And it was the best. Uh, but now now we can joke about it, and it's funny. And we get these new guys, and, I, you know, they're, they're like, I'm training them and stuff, and they're, learn, they're learning important things. And I'm like, have you ever kissed a boy? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, what? And I'm like, nothing. Go on. Click the button. Push my buttons. <laughs> 
Now, Chris, we live in a world where in no short period of time, that behavior, not only will it not be considered amusing, it will be considered offensive and yes. homophobic and off-putting. And I think that you should stop. I think that you need to apologize to our audience. Hold on. First of all, it's not homophobic because I'm doing it to boys. And guess what? I'm a boy. Yes, but you're mocking homosexuality. No. By using it to make other men you presume to be straight uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'll kiss you on the I'll, mouth the I'll one time, pussy. Sure, let's yes, do let's go. Don't you threaten me. I threaten you with the kiss. <laughs> I want you to go to prison because I just want to see your first rape encounter. I just want to just come in to get them some Parsons. Yeah, and they're going to get see... they're going to get that knife in the guts. Like I've already thought about this because I am a skinny guy and somebody is going to try to rape me. And I'm like, yeah, first thing that happens is I'm going to stab the shit out of them. And they're going to be like, oh, you don't try to rape him because he stabs you. <laughs> he's very sad. <laughs> he's, he's not a happy guy in here. <laughs> a happy guy in here. Yeah. I guess he didn't want to be here. Oh, no, no, you don't fucking touch my belly button. She, this bitch, <laughs> she's a, she's a terrorist. Okay. So, I was going to send her to live with Al Qaeda because um, she she'll like, I don't, I don't know what even made you start doing that. You Satanist, but it started off as like a, she would do it and she was like, <laughs> and I'm like, you don't, I'm like, you fucking stop that shit. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then she'll like jam her fucking finger into it. Like she's trying to touch my spine. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. You don't do that. You don't do that to anybody, especially me. I love you. <laughs> I'm like, so you knock that shit off. I'm like, I'll get fat if you keep doing this. I'll teach you a fucking lesson. I don't think you're capable. I can do whatever I want. I don't. You know what? Fine. I challenge you to get fat. No, fuck that. I don't want to be fat. Oh, gotcha. But if she jams, her, can't do it, if she right? jams her goddamn finger in my belly button anymore, I'm going to do it. And there... I was laying in bed one so night. So do you have like a weird sensation when you stick your finger? Yeah, in I can button? feel it in my goddamn toes. Okay. <laughs> I I used to have that strong a feeling, but now, I mean, I've got mine plunged fully into my belly button right now and I can feel it, but it's not that same sensation. I mean, it used to make my entire between my pelvis and knees go numb. No, you fucking hate it. It's a bad feeling. And it's this is why, okay? Blood is supposed to go from your umbilical cord into your whole body and nourish you, okay? So when some fucking evildoer comes up and jams their nasty finger in it, it, it sends the sensation not of nourishment, but of despair um, through your entire lower half. I, I'm too high for this explanation. <laughs> I'll tell you that I cannot. I, oh, my God. Yeah, but I'm like, no, no. Now I have no. now I want a picture of you on your knees in just a circulatory system with an umbilical cord <laughs> standing up and you on your knees naked just filleting this umbilical cord <laughs> coming out of the circulatory system where it should. So it's just red and blue and filth and then naked Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you must be way too high. Cause I'm out. That's creepy. Oh, I was just explaining to you the science behind it that I made up. Uh, 
so yeah, you've got this wonderful, you know, thing going on when you're in your mother's womb and then some fucking evil doer, some Satanist, that lady that you live with thinks it's funny to jam her fucking finger of yeah. evil into your 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 holiest of holies. Yeah, inappropes. Yeah, totally inappropes. She did it like a week or two ago and I was like, You fucking stop. So what I So you stuck a finger in her butthole. No, so what I did, see, I I will pop her toes and she oh. hates that shit. You mean like 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 so you pull on them. You pull their toes. Whoa. My mom used to do it to me. Oh, <laughs> that is on fucking cool, man. Yeah. So on cool. It was hysterical like two days ago. She's like, Don't pop my toes. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, belly button. So I fucking I start popping her toes and she's like, Stop and she stands up like that can stop me. Okay. You don't have enough stand up in your fucking body in your lifetime you will not procure enough stand up to stop me from popping your goddamn toes you even know what that means yeah, oh it means everything that's what you it will means not procure enough stand up so so i fucking i do a single leg takedown to her and i have great pop on this thing and she goes right into the couch and then i transition so that my back is to her her leg is held firmly in my arm and i'm like it's over this is helplessness. This is what it's like to have somebody jam their finger into your belly button. And then I just start pulling those fucking toes. And they're like, and I'm like, it's funny. And that's what you do. And that's why I'm fit. It's hate. Hate keeps you like this, Mike. Now you know. Yeah. Resentment is what will keep you fit. Yeah, well, you know, uh, my friend, my friend Brent, who uh, used to be extremely fat, who's super fit now, he, yeah, he says that you know, hatred is the fuel for everything. Everything that you do that brings you strength comes from your hatred. I tell, I tell new sales guys that I'm like, so I'm like, have you been poor before? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, it sucks, doesn't it? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, you have to hate your fucking life enough to make it different. And they're like, oh, and I'm like. That's that's what you, I'm like. You have to resent your entire past, all of the money that you didn't make, and that will make you a better salesperson. I have to tell you that I think that that is an excellent word of wisdom. You have to hate your life so much that you're willing to change it. That you're willing to change it. Beautiful. Now, you guys can go to goinfo.org to see some of what the Influence Foundation is doing. That is Mike's super project. So I have not promoted it yet, but my first two interviews are edited and up on the website. So if you go to goinfo.org and you click on Why We Game, I've got an interview there with Dave Wallace uh, from the Fantasy Shop, a longtime retailer and hobby retail guru. And then I've got an interview with Kurt Covert, who is the owner of smirk and dagger games he's a game designer and just all around great fucking guy dave literally wrote the book on specialty retail yep he did a specialty retailer's handbook so yeah i mean those are those are big big heavy hitters I, to I, uh to yeah, have interviewed well i went out of town last week and i interviewed a guy by the name of mike webb i went to indiana and sorry eb i was there for a very short time otherwise i would have hooked up with well, you. he's coming to do the show apparently. i know i know but i feel bad because i was in his area and didn't see him what day are we doing that I don't remember. I didn't 22nd. see the 22nd. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So any which way. So I went and I talked to you at a long interview with the, uh, 
the vice president of marketing and customer service at Alliance Game Distributors, the largest game distributor in the United States. So Mike and I had a good talk and I just finished editing that episode this morning. So I'm going to get it over to him so he can check it out and then we'll get that posted. But I've got six interviews recorded, three of them completely in the can. Uh, and then for the first few weeks, I'm going to do two interviews a week that I'll release. And then after that, it'll go to one a week. Wow. Yeah, so I'm trying Man. to, so it's, it's getting there. I mean, my website skills still suck and I'm improving as an interviewer and what have you, but you know, the fact that the fact that you're doing all this is your full-time job though. Well, you're was, learning stuff quickly. I, yeah. And I'm, I'm super lucky. I mean, I know that my situation is very, very rare and I don't want to get into a whole argument uh, or a whole discussion about, I, Anyway, the point is, I'm super, super fortunate that I'm able to do this with a very, very good friend's help who's an angel investor. It's the only reason it's happening. That's amazing. It, yeah, it's, and that's it, you know, and I'm just, I'm very, very privileged. I'm very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can go to whoerthepantspodcast.com. You can send us hate mail or you can just send us an ice email if you find this shit valuable. You right. can also click the uh, listen to us tab or whatever the hell it says to listen to the show. Um, if you need to get caught up on past episodes or anything like that, it'll pull up our whole episode library. We're like 50-something episodes in now. Yeah. So we're, we're seasoned. But then you guys on Entertain the Geeky, you just did something about PS5? Uh, so yeah, James did, or <laughs> James, Jason did a uh, article on PS5. And it, Jason's, that guy's a fucking monster. Um, so he has been publishing all kinds of content. There's a bunch of new stuff up on entertainthegeeky.com, or you can just go to our Facebook page to find more of that. Uh, you've got Nerd News, Jason's show, where he talks about the new and exciting things happening in nerd culture. And then you have the Entertain the Geeky podcast, where Roger and myself, and uh, sometimes Jason, sometimes other people, will talk about whatever. It's just comic book shop banter. So... You can follow us there. Run. Yep. I feel like I'm supposed to sign off with my other sign off, but I'm not. No, just go back to your word of wisdom. Just fucking hate yourself. <laughs>